1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. Imagine a whole theater for you and 20 guests. Book your private cinema at Marcus Cinemas now for only $99. MarcusTheaters.com slash private cinema. All right. Time to check in with Gary right now. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? Uh, we're all good. Kind of a rainy day, but it's Friday. Yeah. It's not yeah. supposed to rain. It just looks rainy. Yeah, same here. But that's okay. spring, right? No okay, grass, need, good day grass, for... need, grass needs it. Trees need it. Yeah. yeah. Good day for cleaning the windows here. That's what we do. Or at least for saying you don't have to clean the windows. <laughs> oh, I was going to do it today, but it's raining, so I'm not. <laughs> it looks Darn like it. rain, so no. <laughs> so what's... Uh, What's the continuing beef with Sharon Osbourne and the talk? Um, well, you know, as as we know, she uh, she got in in some hot water, uh, you know, over her uh, really, really her support about Pierce Morgan, which one of her co-hosts took her to task for, which then led to an argument, which then led to all these revelations about you know Sharon's behavior on the show that eventually got her removed from the show with a with a seven- or eight-figure uh, parachute. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Cheryl Underwood, who was the, uh, you know, the co-host who had the dust-up with Sharon, has talked about how, yeah, she hasn't, hasn't apologized for, to me, hasn't, hasn't talked, you know, talked to me or anything. And you know, during a podcast appearance, she actually went through her phone history to say, yeah, nothing here from Sharon. Well, Sharon you know, smacked back pretty quick, uh, posted screenshots, of her text messages to Cheryl Underwood, you know, and saying, you know, I also apologized to her in person, so don't tell me I didn't, I haven't apologized and haven't talked to her. You know, why are you smearing me? Just be honest about this. So, right, so, I know. had counted like three times Sharon had uh, texted or said something. Right, oh yeah. And yeah, then no, Sharon, Sharon has, I think Sharon may win this round. Well, and it was Underwood that attacked her in the first place. Well, early, yes. Yeah, no. attack is you know it was one of those that was one of those weird deals where it was journalistically you know there was nothing wrong with what she did but I on a on a show like that I think there's an unspoken understanding that if you're going to go into tougher terrain you're at least going to give that your co-host a heads up and uh, she did and that's what Sharon's big problem was was you know you know she felt like she she was blindsided and ambushed. And you know, not, and you know, and then that led to everything else. So. Well, at one, least once again, it's supposed to be a, a show where women had opinions, but they had opinions. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, yeah. and it was, at least it was a good week for Ozzy. Yeah, so yeah, Ozzy about... is now in the WWE Hall of Fame. He and William Shatner uh, were inducted virtually. You know, Ozzy didn't attend, but he shared a pre-tape message, and and good for him. And you know, the the nice thing about that over a live show is you could actually slow down the pre-tape message and, and understand what he said. <laughs> yes. Uh, William Shatner, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the WWE gets in bed with all sorts of yeah. interesting folks. So. <laughs> <laughs> so That's why putting not? it nicely. You know, Captain, Kirk, pa- Captain Kirk back in the day used to throw people into the ropes and onto the mat. <laughs> he also recorded some things, too, just he's, like he's, he's, he's recorded with Ozzy Osbourne. He, I mean, he did. Does, he does some of the, you know, his his, his records are outstanding. I mean, you they know, are. It's total. It's total William Shatner. 
no <laughs> they're like spoken word, Audrey. right? Like yeah, he he's, the... he's kind of spoken word over really really good music because he gets all these great people <laughs> to be part of his album, <laughs> and they love it because they're all Star Trek fans. Yeah, you know right. maybe there's a TJ Hooker fan in the mix, but mostly they're, <laughs> sure. yeah. mostly they're Star Trek fans. The one TJ Hooker fan. Oh, don't forget that. <laughs> All right, uh, what's uh, Dave Grohl up to? Well, the Grohl's going to publish a book. Uh, he has this series on Instagram uh, called Dave's True Dave's True Stories, and he's basically going to turn that into a book called The Storyteller: Tales of Life and Music. That comes out October fifth. Uh, I think it'll be good. I think it sounds like it's going to be written in one of these, you know. Maybe what we call a bathroom book. It's written in, in easily digestible nuggets as opposed to a long narrative. So, you know, you can kind of do the needle drop with your finger and get, you know, find a story, enjoy the story, and then not, not worry about whether you've read everything in front of it to okay. understand it. So a collection of standalone stories so you can just yeah. open it up and enjoy I'm, a couple of pages? I'm, yeah, I'm sure it'll have some thread to it. But but you know I, I, I'm, my bet I've I've read these you know Dave's true stories on Instagram they're they're very they're they're nicely written they're engaging you know I, I think I think this is this will be a book to look forward to in the fall but not some kind of expose or the real yeah, reasons behind he'll, he'll say some stuff okay. but he's he's not going to throw anybody under all four wheels of the bus maybe the front maybe the front wheels yeah is it about more like how music has impacted his life and different stories about some of that will be some of that will be others will be narratives about you know particular anecdotes from nirvana the foo fighters paul mccartney playing drums with with paul mccartney or tom petty and the heartbreakers performing at the white house Uh, you know i just think i think it is going to be a collection of these anecdotal tales yeah what's the uh journey thing all about well they finally as you know you know we talked about uh, last year you know they got into a real dust up where uh two of the members ross val the rhythm section ross valerie and steve smith were fired for allegedly trying to do a hostile coup you know of journey incorporated and uh, neil Sean and jonathan kane got wise fired them fired their management irving azoff um got rid of him who when i i had interviewed uh, neil earlier in the year and, you know, he, he talked about how, you know, basically there were a lot of machinations being done away from he and Jonathan and, you know, and that a lot of the issues he and Jonathan have had over the years have been generated by other people, you know, kind of he said, she said, whisper in the ear type of stuff. So it sounds like the two of them kind of got back in lockstep and figured out what was going on and retook control of Journey. So, you know, one side sued the other, which countersued the other. Now they, they, they've released a statement saying that, you know, we've settled we've settled out of court. They're not saying what the settlement is. My bet is is that Ross and Steve, you know, the bassist and drummer, get some money either I'm sure some up front but may get some money, you know, from Journey moving forward, but that Neil and Jonathan do have control of the band and both sides wished each other well and walked away. I'm sure when they walked away, there were some middle fingers to the other side <laughs> back. Um, but uh, but so, you know, Journey will be able to go on in some degree of peace at whatever point they're they're able to go on. Wow. Well, and on the, that same note of ugliness is uh, Soundgarden and Cornell's yeah. widow. Yeah, that's the gift, the gift that keeps, yeah, this is going to be the gift that keeps giving for a while. So, you know, there's all sorts of machinations going on. The latest is Vicki Cornell, the, uh, you know, the the widow of Chris Cornell has filed, you know, 
is accusing the rest of the band of maliciously trying to defame her. Um, the latest dust-up is over access to Soundgarden's website and social media accounts. The, the rest of the band is saying that Vicky Cornell has the passwords. Oh. And they can't get into it, and that they should, you know, and so they they've sued, you know, they filed another motion, uh, you know, for the court to force her to turn over the password. She's saying that, you know, no, the the growth of the website and social media account is due to her and what she's been doing, and she sh- she should not have to give them up. And also, the band only wants them to again maliciously defame her. Wow! So there's, there's, there's <laughs> it's it's still a mess. <laughs> that is a mess. And you know, and they're still and they're still in court over you know control of the catalog, uh, control of of the recordings tapes. that were made before Chris Cornell's death. Uh, you know, this is gonna this is gonna take a lot of litigation uh, before before it's it's settled out. Yeah, I don't think this one's ever getting done. Oh, it'll get done. Yeah, this stuff, this this stuff will get done, but you know, it's you know, one side's going to have to, both sides are going to have to capitulate to a degree. I suspect, you know, in the end, Soundgarden, you know, the band entity is probably going to have to capitulate a little more with its wallet than it wants to right now. Mm-hmm. So these uh, Thin Lizzy Megadeth comic books are they <laughs> more like uh, Archie, Sergeant Rock, or uh, Severed. <laughs> They're more like the adult comic books, you know. I mean, it's 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 a lot of recreations of famous photos or album covers or other imagery that you get to color in. And, you know, I mean, the thing I laugh about here is, you know, supposedly the benefit of the adult comic books is the the psychological relaxation. Uh, you know, two words that have never been associated with Megadeth, let's <laughs> say. Uh, you know, so I guess if you want to get riled up with uh-huh. your pen, your your crayons or markers, you, you hit these. Is do we have any hope of uh, big concerts this summer, Gary? We do, we do. I would say it's it's fifty fifty. I I truly believe you are going to see some artists play at amphitheaters uh, this summer. Uh, which artists those are going to be, and how many people they'll be able to play in front of, totally remains to be seen. And of you know because the the artists are the ones who are determining whether they want to go out or not. You know, whether it's cost-effective to go out or not. You know, is it cost-effective to go play for a half-house, a quarter-house, you know, and, and to have to have your p- potential attendance capped versus the cost of going on tour? That's what they're all having mm-hmm. to figure out now. Wasn't and, you know, and the venues and the promoters are had, trying to figure out how to work with them. Uh, a lot of tours have moved to 2022 already. Most recently this week, uh, Roger Waters' tour Moving to 2022, that date's going to be July 28th at the Fiserv. Uh, Rage Against the Machine moved its tour to 2022. Guns N' Roses has moved its European dates to 2022, although in announcing that, did say that we do look forward to playing North America later this year. Yeah, so, they're, they're scheduled to be here in September at our at, our new Summerfest dates. Right, so who knows, you know, you know the, the short answer in all this remains nobody knows the... You know, the longer answer is there is some hope. And, you know, there, there's certainly a 50-50 chance. It's going to depend on, you know, levels of vaccination, other surges and things like that, and then and then finances. Well, in California, out of all states, is saying that they're planning on uh, opening up full concert uh, venues for uh, this summer. In summer, yeah, July. Uh, New York is saying much the same thing. I don't know. You Was know? somebody doing rapid testing, or am I remembering that? No, right? there are there are 
you know, well, they they've been they did that in at that that show in Spain, okay. you know, the oh, yeah. experimental show. Isn't that there super are, expensive? I heard that was like five hundred bucks a test. There, there are revenue. Oh. Yeah, oh. I mean, they're you yeah. know they're work. Everybody's working with technology now. You know, certainly, certainly your your temperature is going to be checked walking into a venue. Mm-hmm. You know, for a while, if they have rapid test capabilities, you know, or or you're going to have to get take it upon yourself to get tested and and get a code that will allow you to enter the show. Oh, right. There's yeah. all sorts of there's all sorts of scenarios for yeah. this right now. You know, the vaccination passport issue is still out there, you know, while the the government in the US is saying they're not going to go there, private industry can and right. it might. So you know, they, believe me, the uh, if you you know the next time you see some guy at a Starbucks, like you know, hunched over with his head in his hands, <laughs> looking like he's got the weight on your the world on his or her shoulders, that's probably your local promoter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, real quick, uh, what's going on with Britney Spears? Uh, you know, Britney. First of all, she counters that yes, she does have control over her social media. If you remember last week, some of her fans were saying there's no way she wrote the post about being embarrassed by framing Britney Spears, she came out and said, no, no, that was me, and yes, I do control my accounts. And also her dad, Jamie Spears, wants Britney and Britney's accounts to pay for the legal fees he's he's facing over the challenge to his conservatorship. And that would be to to the tune of $2 million. All right, Gary, thanks again. Thanks a lot. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job today. Well, you know. (laughs) Yes. Some Thank people you, say Gary. You are. Thanks, and, Gary. Uh, Thanks very much. We will talk next week. All, All right, right, bud. Have a great weekend. You too.